Hey everyone, welcome to Adultish. In today's episode, being love month, being the love season, we're going to be looking at what God-honoring relationships look like while we date. So stay tuned for this conversation. Hey everyone, welcome to Adultish. If you're tuning in for the first time, we want to welcome you. My name is Gabe, and I get to serve as a young adult pastor here at Christ Fellowship. And today we have a special conversation with two incredible giants of our church. And so uh, we're going to be gentlemen, right? Yes, yes, and sir, we are Lord. going to let ladies introduce yourself first. Thank you. Well, my name is Ashley, and I serve in a capacity here as the executive director of Caring for Miami, but I am also Pastor Omar's wonderful wife. Hello. So I mean, it's, yes, we have to behave. We're gonna we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna do well. Yeah. I can't promise you that. But hey, everyone, my <laughs> name is Chad Anthony Smart. Um, if you check my Twitter handle, it says vocalist, communicator, and human. But I have the honor of serving as one of the worship leaders here, uh, and just a brother. Yeah, yeah, just one of the bro- well, literally one of the brothers. And a brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, man, I'm super excited. Thank you guys for joining us and for just taking time to uh, join all of ours, uh, the people that are listening, that are watching. Uh, but I think that I know you guys pretty well. I've known yes, Ashley for a long time. I've known Ashley and Omar, and I know you since you've came uh, to Christ Fellowship. Uh, but here's the thing. I want to break the ice immediately. We're going to dive right into it. Let's go. We're talking about love. It's love month. We're, you know, people, dates, flowers, chocolate, super expensive right now, right? Let's just be real. Mm-hmm. But let's, let's just break the ice. So we want to share with our people watching or listening, what is the worst date Ooh. Oh, yeah. That you, okay, let's put it like this, <laughs> that you or someone you know has ever been on. So who wants to share? Who wants to go first? Uh, well, you should go first since you're still dating. Oh! Is, oh. <laughs> okay, well, actually, he is single. That is I'm true. I'm just going to throw. That is true. He's, he's single. I want you Ten. to know that it is IG his handle. mission to get me to blush, even though it's not possible, before this night is through. <laughs> but, you know, honestly, guys, and this is going to sound kind of weird, I don't know if I've personally been on a bad date, which maybe means that I was the cause of it being a bad date. Oh, and yeah, most likely. And I lack self, wow, wow. And I lack self-awareness and didn't realize <laughs> that it was a bad date. And you can ask the very short list of people that I may have dated. How I do, I just not believe what you just said. The very short list of people. <laughs> I usually, I think I'm an engaging person. And so, you know, I like to engage in engaging activities that sounds weird but you know what i mean biblical okay. activities oh my goodness okay uh what about you ash what about you let's go do you have one okay, you so have to have one i don't have like the worst day but i am going to use my husband as an example yes so, we didn't Dirt have a worst day but we had an awkward date and our most awkward date was our first date it yeah, it just, it wasn't, we weren't driving well. It just wasn't great. And like, you know, my advice would be if it doesn't go well on the first date, keep yeah. giving it a chance. But um, I think, I think it had to be, maybe it wasn't the right time. It wasn't the right time for us, but also it had to do with the fact that it's hard to date Christians, but it's extra hard to date the pastor. Oh, you know, yes. and Omar was the campus pastor of Springs. I and that. It was just a little, a little hard. Like, I feel like I have to be guarded. I feel like I, I need to be on my best behavior. Oh yes. my goodness. How do you date well, a pastor? That is crazy. Well, I'm a pastor's Nobody kid. Nobody has written the book, but I think I might. Yeah. You should. She, I'm a that, pastor's that's kid a though. Number one seller for sure. I'm a pastor's kid. So I guess growing up, uh, anything Same. having to do with the pastor and the uh, 
the mystifying uh, aura that pastors have. I saw, I saw through it from a young age. So therefore, <laughs> when I was around worship leaders and pastors, like I was always like, okay, you're another human being. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm grateful that you guys were pushed through that because ladies and gentlemen, she got two kids and a whole husband. That's right. So, so get past that first awkward date and yeah. just, you know. 100%. <clears throat> Listen, mine, mine, I've never, by the grace of God, I haven't had like a bad date either, but I just, I also remember my first date with Lauren uh, we were in high school. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Uh, and we went to Johnny Rockets. I picked her up. It was our first date ever. <laughs> and uh, we were eating. She was having, we were having a serious conversation. And uh, like, I grabbed a French fry, but I like it, like flicked salt in my eye. And I lit the entire time I was just, so it looked like if you were looking from the outside, it looks like she was breaking up with me. That's oh what it looked Lord. like. And we were on our first date. Your but first anyways, date was your last. yeah, it, it wasn't our last praise God. Uh, but anyway, so we are, you know, in this episode, we're talking about love. We're talking about dating. <laughs> And so our viewers, our listeners that are here today, we're so glad that you guys are joining us. And one of the things I think that people struggle, even though they know the answer, I think that they need to hear it, Mm -hmm. is as a Christian, is it truly necessary (laughs) to date someone that is a Christian also? Like, I I think we know, but like, let's break that down. Is it necessary? Absolutely. (laughs) I say that no. I say that no. And for context, I'm 29 years old. I moved here from Jamaica. Um, if you don't know anything about uh, manhood and culture mm. in Jamaica growing up, um, very and I know this is very general, and so you can at me if you want to. Uh, there's a lot of like machismo, yeah. as they would mm-hmm. say here yeah. in Miami. Uh, you're taught that you need to have several girls. Most of my friends I went to high school with had children out of wedlock with women who they don't even know. These mm. uh, and then a lot of guys are in gangs and taking up guns, and so these are the things that you're taught from a young age wow. that yeah. make you into a man. So even from a young age, I would like to say that I was on a weird path. And that's just my story. Yeah. Over time, you've gotten to a place where you're like, do you need to be someone who is truthfully pursuing the freedom, love, um, and the joy that the Lord has for you before mm. we can come together and be on that journey? Yeah. Yeah. That's it's cool. not a question anymore. For sure. Ash? Yeah, I, I would say I agree with you. It's absolutely necessary. I mean, why would you, why are you going to unite yourself to someone who doesn't share the same like the same foundations that you do that shares the deepest part of who you are. Like that is who you are. We are believers in Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so if you're going to date somebody, you want to date somebody who has that same core foundation as you do. I mean, yeah, it's, it's really important. For sure. I mean, so, so many, you know, of our young people, our young adults, like, I think that we know that answer. I think that we, I really want to live that out. But the thing is that a lot of us also, maybe you're watching today or listening that like you're looking in the wrong places. Like Mm -hmm. really? And, and, and can, can I, can I be honest? Oh, please. And sometimes the person in church is still the wrong person. Right. Yeah. Like, 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 just because they go to church doesn't mean they are, you know, a believer that's going to lead you closer to Jesus. Well, come on, let's let's knock the walls down. Let's not forget all the way, Chad. Let's let's not let's not forget who is in the congregation with us. Like these are people who are slowly acknowledging why we even needed a Messiah in the first place. That's right. Yeah, it's because of my habits. It's because of my brokenness. Because of and so. People are on a different journey than you are. And by the way, if I look squinty and I look like I'm crying, I had a procedure to turn on my eyes a couple of days before this. <laughs> FYI. That's and fine. so I'm over here like... Ladies, he's not trying to put his molder face on. He <laughs> just know, literally wow. can't see right now. <laughs> wow. 
Well, maybe no, I am. Yes. Dating is complicated. It's yeah. already it is. complicated enough. And yeah. so to date a non-believer is extra complicated. Yep. And I'm thankfully out of this realm. But you guys live in this modern world where... I love that you guys. Wait, you, and no, he's, no. I'm the only single one. I, okay, I am you. married okay, yeah, so. with two kids as well. All right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, I mean, this modern world where you're looking on, I'm sorry, Tinder and yeah. Bumble Come and maybe Christian Mingle, you know, there's all these... You have so many people available to you. It's not just the people that you meet in church. It's the yeah. people that you meet online. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's it's incredibly important that we be looking for the hard. right character. Just so you know, I try mm-hmm. to hinge for a while, which is... I don't know what that it, is. It's, it's, it's another... So the that's another game. new one? It's is a that a new app. one? Wow. Oh, okay. Um, and I, I stopped because it kind of felt like you were walking through the supermarket, uh, checking out the different... Oh, my goodness. I should try this out. Or this. And then nuts. I'm like... I'm such an organic person. I love to see someone laugh or smile yeah. or see them with their friend group. And then I'm like, something about your energy, which can sound weird, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. your spirit is attractive. Yeah. Like, I love people who engage with other people. Mm-hmm. And that pulls me in. So, yeah. So, just, just acknowledging what you're saying, you know, moving into, I think I, I want to ask this next question because, mm-hmm. okay, so we, we, we know, yes, like it's complicated. 100% should be a believer. I always say, like, if they're not leading you to Jesus, they lead you away from Jesus. Mm-hmm. There's no in-between. Like, yep. there's no yeah. in-between there. Yeah. Um, but understanding that, okay, it needs to be a follower of Jesus, meaning that they are an individual that follows Jesus right. themselves. They don't follow Jesus because of you. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, the missionary day. Yeah, right. I'm going to bring him to the church. I'm going to save him. <laughs> oh, Flirt to convert. Uh, they call there it. you go, right? <laughs> I like that one. I never heard that one before. Um, but here's the thing. So understanding that, what are the things that we should be looking into in the person that we're going to date as a believer? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, their character. Yeah. hundred percent character over chemistry. I mean, <laughs> all these things fade. Okay. Looks fade. The abs, they fade. Even the humor sometimes they're not funny all the time. Nice. Sometimes it's annoying. So it's character over chemistry because that's what's going to, your potential spouse, <laughs> You're dating for for clarity, right? You're that's dating right. because you want to get married. I hope that's why everybody's dating yeah. because we want to get married. Yeah, that's right. So you know you're dating someone who's going to become your potential spouse, and yeah. that person ultimately is going to be your best friend. Right. Yeah. So you need to date somebody who you actually like being around. Yes, that's good. You know, yeah. Which would you not? And I'm sorry, people. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we hypersexualize this part of the like. I need to find you really attractive because that's what. Like, but beauty phase, like you just said. Mm-hmm. And you forget, and I know that eventually it will come up. So a part of why I always, uh, and have become the person who says, listen, I know we use all of these Christian lingos, Christianese, like, don't fornicate. Um, why, why, <laughs> oh should you, why should you not be having sex with someone, especially if it's good sex? It distracts you from the things that actually matter. You're getting into boundaries. We're not there yet. Okay, oh. fine. Oh, okay, we're just talking about character. <laughs> And we're so talking about character. But okay, no, okay, <laughs> that is true. Yeah. We're, we're actually going to go into that. <laughs> yes. We are yes. going to go into that. Yeah, yeah. But what are the actual things? So like character, um, you know, like, let's be real. Is this person dateable? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meaning, are they, are this Are per- you dateable? Are you? Okay, Ooh. there you go. Are you let's, dateable? Let's actually rewind. Before <laughs> you even start looking, yeah. that's perfect. Are you dateable? Well, are you a responsible human being? Uh, like, are there $6 in your bank account? Well, you probably shouldn't start dating. Get no. your life together. Mm. It doesn't mean that you have to be filthy rich to start dating or, you know, be high up in the corporate ladder. Yeah. But 
it, it's like you have to position yourself in a place where you're growing, where yeah. you're seeking Jesus, mm-hmm. where uh, like your character is holding your calling, wherever God has called you to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like first step with number one is what Ash is saying, right? Are you dateable? And mm-hmm. then, all right. So if you are. You attract mm-hmm. what you are. Oh, dude. I, I'm you're gonna, dropping I'm gonna, on I'm going to quit. I'm like, <gasps> your next host will be You are attracted to people who are like minded to you, right? Yeah. So yeah. you attract what you are. Yeah. Are you the kind of person that you would want to attract? And I think we have to That's examine good. ourselves and take a look in the mirror when, yeah. when we're dating. Yeah. That's and good. also when you attract something that you may believe is also not what you are, you'll also be able to tell. Yeah. So you won't, be, mm. you, won't, you won't be caught up in this confusion of, yeah, but I think. But if the character and all these things about, the, even you bite into a fruit, the whole thing that you've bitten is the fruit. Right. The fruit of the spirit is not, oh, you know, this person is uh, kind and this person maybe not so much with the other stuff. I think you should have a healthy comp- composition of the fruit of the spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what, that should be evident. Why, why do you guys think, though, that we're so quick to... Like if we know that these things are the things that we're supposed to look into and like seek for in, in a partner and in, in our in our Christian spouse, why are the why are they the things that we overlook and so are quick to like pass up on character, or pass up on these things? Like why are we so quick to do that? Mm. I think we're distracted. Let me start off with myself because as you both have said, I am now um, you know just getting back into a dating space and going through this. And if you focus on who you find most attractive only, it's a part of the, the, the equation. 100%. It can't be yeah. the main thing in the equation. Or you feel like time is of the essence. Or social status. I think we've made marriage look sexy. Mm-hmm. And so it's mm-hmm. a, you know, if you go That's through good. Instagram, all of these Instagram famous people, their relationships and the chemistry that they portray yeah. has become their selling point. Right. Yeah. You know, so you start to see that these are the things that we allow, whether or not we realize it, to seep into our being but getting that the Lord really made marriage for companionship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you really think about the things that make your best friends your friends, that's what you should look for. Right. But then I think, you know, I think in scripture it says the things that I should do. Yeah. I do not. Do. I do. The things I should. The things that I should. <laughs> I do. I'm doing. Yeah. And that's the reason why. Yeah. I, and I, I'm not going to be the first person to ever preach at anyone. I, you know, like speak the word of God to myself. Yeah. This is why you coming back to the well every day. That's with good. Reading scripture. Yeah. Because if I'm not focused on the Lord. Mm-hmm. Because what holds our marriage together? And we're going to get there. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I am I am from a family where divorce was a reality and both of my parents were high-level leaders in the church. Mm-hmm. And right, even right now I'm speaking to you guys, I have at least five different friendships that I know where they're about to walk through divorce and they've been married less than five years. Wow. Wow. And so the question of what kind of conversations are we engaging in yeah. leading up to marriage? Right leading up to dating are we actually having mm-hmm. yeah so that's my take on it that's yeah. good and society has completely distorted what a relationship should look like exactly. right so i mean for girls i could say they have the checklist he's got to be super attractive super rich drive a nice car <laughs> have nice abs wear those little figs joggers that those you know <laughs> those medical people wear i feel attacked is that so of instagram feel attacked? Kind of, do you feel attacked because I know, I know you work in healthcare. So you wear uh, fig joggers <laughs> i i should be able to get some of those can you some of the link real fast if you wear scrubs it's better right no Actually, right. and so I think like we've got to chuck the checklist and do away with it. Yeah. And those things are, I mean, they're not bad. You have to be intentionally, you have to be attracted to your spouse, 100%. even though that's gonna that's going to fade eventually. But the things that we need really need to be asking is, is this person pursuing Christ? Mm-hmm. Is this person pushing me closer to Christ? Yeah. Yeah. Is this person, um, you know, are they walking in purity? Are there people around them who know that they're 
like people around you can speak into your lives. Do yeah. they know that this is a person that might be a good fit for you? Mm. Is this someone that I can trust with my future children later mm. on in life? You know, no. is, is this, this someone I want raising my kids? Like, is that's this someone I want question. raising my kids? Be, like, if if my, if I, my child was a copy and paste of this person, like that's that's what human is, right? You're printing right. on another human being. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, and it's biblical, right? The Bible doesn't talk a lot about dating, but I mean, it doesn't talk about dating at all because they didn't date back then. Correct. It was arranged. So yep. count your blessings. But, um, <laughs> but you know, we are told the way that we're told about relationships is that we're not to be unequally yoked. And mm. I know that this is a really sensitive topic because it's like, well, but I can't find that. And I go to church and I don't meet anybody. And so the whole basis of being yoked equally is you're pulling you know the animals were pulling a weight together so what happens if you are unequally yoked right now it's fine and dandy maybe the the things that you're thinking about right now are what movies should we be watching what what music should we be listening to but 10 years down the road it's what school are we sending our kids to? Right. Are we going to church on Sundays? How yeah. are we managing our finances? As about to be like, the and you're finance pulling in different directions. Where the yeah. bomb sometimes right. Well, I mean, I mean, in, in like pastoral ministry, like you sit with so many couples that like it's either it's the the unequally yoked that entered that way. It's like the wife dragging the kids and trying to drag the husband to church, right. and they're like, I don't, I don't know a woman that wants that. Like that really like look, look, looks that at her future. I'm like, that. I want to yeah. drag my husband to church, you know, like, or I want to always fight with my husband about finances. Like no one says that. And so how can we avoid that is by dating the right person. But it also starts like, man, I, th- I think that, I mean, <laughs> we have to ask ourselves, like the first thing is like, are we dateable? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. ourselves, like yeah. what, like you guys said it, like, would we date ourselves? Yeah. That was, that was genius. Right. Mm-hmm. And when we get there, then like to be very diligent in how we pick and how we like character matters and the future matters and the Jesus matters and the marriage and the children and all these mm-hmm. things. And so, you know, if I, if I may, so I was involved in a conversation recently because, you know, being a singer, your point of reference is that sometimes you listen to other singers who you like and then you try to replicate who they are. And I went through our, and most people who are in arts, they maybe go through this weird identity uh shift where you're like but i will never ever be able to sound like or replicate exactly Mm. like somebody else does sure and so i have become a huge advocate for mental and emotional health and so i've been in therapy um and not because i feel like i'm broken or less than which is all the things that social media and all the things kind of tell you like oh you laid it on a couch and but just being in a healthy space where you're able to process and think through yeah and realize that the things of life and the reason i brought it up is that i the question of are you dateable i thought about what i would love for my home to look Mm. like Mm -hmm. and the level of emotional freedom and happiness that i'd like to see and i'm like but am i prepared to partake Mm. create and maintain an environment like that that's good like yo if i'm going to be honest i have a lot of grime inside of me a lot of fear and anxiety and so it's interesting that even through that the freedom that i've had in the lord about how he's made me who he's made me to be has come to light. Yeah. So now, do I think I'm becoming somebody who is dateable? Because I don't think you're ever perfect. Or Correct. Never. And no, you'll never be like, perfect. Like, mm-hmm. You're never yeah. ever really ready, ready. Right. But it's like, right. but just like Paul said, striving towards. Right. Because that applies to every aspect of life. Striving right. towards, not that, but are you striving? Right. I'm striving to be somebody who can build that for my wife, for my children. Yeah. And that now should be evident in the way I manage my finances as a single guy. Yeah. Absolutely. The way I manage my boundaries as a single mm-hmm. guy. By the way, there's a book called Boundaries in Dating. Yeah. 
even if you're single, go read the book. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they are not sponsoring this podcast. But if you'd like to sponsor us, <laughs> that would we're be down. great. Well, you <laughs> mentioned a word that that honestly, and Ashley said earlier, is is boundaries. And mm-hmm. I think what so like if you're watching and you're dating, this is for you. And if you're single, <laughs> this is for you. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so boundaries like let's let's just go there because i think this is one of the greatest things that we struggle within our relationships whether you're a guy doesn't matter you struggle with boundaries whether you're a girl you struggle with boundaries so what are important boundaries that we need to keep with like the person that we're dating like what what are they and and really why are they so important can i turn that around what boundaries did you guys break that you oh, wish you had done. Oh, like, no, no, you know. This guy's trying to get saucy today. <laughs> so you know, my I'm friend, here for it. listen, I share my testimony all the time. And I know, and my, so if you're one of our young adults or like whatever, you're just, you know, tuning in and you're listening. Listen, I grew up in the church. I was a pastor's kid, just like Chad. I heard the gospel every single day of my life. I accepted Jesus when I was 10 and it really came into my heart. But my biggest struggle was I was a liar. And girls, that is just my biggest struggle of my life. And so when I did meet the person who is now my wife, we dated twice. The first time we dated, we were in high school. And if I can tell you, if I can be just, just let's just be real. I was doing the church game. I was being oh, yeah. super holy. I would lead worship and then have sex in a parking lot three hours later. Like, yeah. I'm just being real with you. Like yeah. that was is, me. And, and I it. know if you're listening, yeah. you're like, well, that's, yeah, that's me. Or I, or it's, or it's the porn or it's this or it's that or the, yeah. okay, we don't go full, but you know, I'm like, listen, it's still all wrong. Like we're going to talk about boundaries, but <laughs> yes. the, to be honest, Chad, that was mine. Yeah. And when we got back together, the boundaries that we set were like, because when you experience something that you're not supposed to experience out of yes. its time, yeah. even if it's good, if that makes sense, right? Yeah. But it's still wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Listen, like, we, I think we were talking about this the other day. Like, your relationship should be, always be vertical. Like, you need to be oh, standing. Oh, yeah. We were talking about this. Vertical, nothing good like, happens horizontally. Like nothing good happens horizontally. <laughs> no. Nothing mm-hmm. good happens horizontally. Well, I used to say this when I, when I was a youth leader back home in Jamaica. Hey, even kissing. Kissing is uptown preparation for downtown business. <laughs> You guys ever heard of before? Oh, and God. bleep that out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, well, well, listen, it's, but it's that, like, if yeah. you know that you don't have the control for that, right. like, yeah. bro, just don't do it. Yeah. I've, I've married, I've officiated weddings and I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying this got to be you, but these people knew their struggle, which yeah. I love. Biggest thing in boundaries is self-awareness. Yeah. yeah. If you're not self-aware of your boundaries or what you're, then, then you're gonna screw up like a lot. And so mm-hmm. I've, I've officiated weddings and the first time they kiss, like, or really make out, it's on the wedding. wedding. I'm like, yo, that's gangster. I did not have the discipline to do that. That's insane props, but oh, yeah. because they oh, knew yeah. that it was so worth being holy and blameless before yeah. God rather mm-hmm. than running like mm-hmm. a moment, like uh, just a moment, yeah. Yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. What do you think about boundaries, Ashley? What do I think about boundaries? Yeah, like, why, why are they like yeah. general okay. or personal or just overall? What do you think yeah. about boundaries? Well, I think the best way I've ever heard it is in the eyes of the Lord, you're either husband and wife or your brother and sister. Oh, she went there. He stole my line. Sorry, so, that's really loud. I'm so if sorry. If you're guys. not husband and wife, I swear you're like <laughs> your brother and sister and just start thinking about that yeah. because you're brother and sister. And to answer your question, I mean, I think for, you know, thankfully I was a little bit older when we started dating. We didn't have those um childhood hormones but I think for girls it's and you don't think about it often but not only are there boundaries and intimacy but you also have to have 
emotional boundaries yes. and spiritual boundaries. Thank you. Yes. Absolutely. Because yeah. he is not your Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think a lot of girls turn to their husbands or their boyfriends and they look to them for, for everything, for their guidance, for their affirmation, for mm-hmm. their value, for their worth. And he's not your Jesus. Yeah. You need to have your people that you're, you know, counting on those people that are speaking into your life. You guys can't have just the two of you. You cannot date in isolation. That's another yeah, boundary. That's, you that's, have yeah, to date yeah. in community because people around you need to know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. And you need to be able to speak into your life. always see your blind spots. Yeah. You can't oh, see you're them. in a Hallmark movie. You are. You're, <laughs> your good, eyes yeah. are fogged. It's The Bachelor, night two. You're in <laughs> oh. love. Yeah, yeah. No sta- what is it called? No hotel. What is it called? The uh, stay fantasy Suites. Fantasy Suites. Fantasy Suites. Stop that. Yeah. No, Stop no, no. that. You are. I'm sorry. We got you, super loud right now. When people are so like, sorry. oh, I know what my heart wants. No, it doesn't. Yeah. No, you are. It's like 18 months that you're in that lustful stage that you're just on cloud nine. And yeah. Yeah. you need people looking into your life being like, slow your role. Absolutely. Yes. And, you know, so I know I hinted at it earlier and very early. So the reason why I sometimes usually tend more towards the sexual topics is because that was the vice that really dragged me. Yeah. It's the greatest. It's the greatest. Listen, role, man, right? I name it. I think I should have gotten both a degree when I finished university and some other accolade. With that said, why is it a boundary? Because I think really and truly, when you take off all the Christian needs, because I know that we've perverted the word even fornication, sex before marriage, but why not engage in certain intimate activities, both emotionally, physically, mentally, is because it begins to distract you from the character and the heart. And the things that you should be assessing with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, do I actually like... Do you find my jokes funny? Do I find you funny? Right. Do we enjoy It blinds the same you things? from all that. You... Oh, okay. Uh, it's like the Hallmark thing. Let me Ash, actually... Yeah. Let, me, let, let, me, let me share a story real fast. And fast. Wait, 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 wait. Guys have jokes on the first date. Like, they could be funny on the first date and oh, not funny two years re- later. You can oh, like, you need to take it. time in dating because Blanky, character develops and it comes out. Come Everybody's on. real good the Listen, first month. Wait. So... Like dating is the process of evaluation. Mm-hmm. So two things on that because Dash just said, it, and I know, I know. Which no, 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 And we're, we're going to have to start like bringing it down because I, we, we could talk about this for like an hour. I'm pretty yeah, sure. But, but listen, is if it, if dating is a process of evaluation, here's the thing: you it shouldn't take you a year to evaluate if this person is for you or not. Personally, that's yeah. me. That's me. Like at your tops. Hmm. Tops, because here's the thing: number one is what we're talking about emotionally. If there's no emotional boundaries, you're giving of yourself emotionally to a person that doesn't, that they don't deserve that. Yeah. That belongs to your spouse. Yeah. Your your emotions, your this, your that. And then, you know, unfortunately when you cross physical, then that's another game. It just yeah. opens up Pandora's box, Absolutely. right? Yeah. But the thing is like, have a process of evaluation. And in that, one of the things I challenge our young adults is like clear communication. Where are we doing? What? Are, where are we going? How are we feeling? Mm-hmm. Have a clear, also exit plan yeah. though. If at one point you're not feeling it, don't stay in the relationship because it's comfortable or normal or yeah. because it's what you do. Like, be like, hey, you know what? It's just I'm I'm not feeling this anymore. And then go. And if yeah. you honor the Lord in that and if you're moving slowly, I always say snail's pace is the way to go. Mm-hmm. Like people get hurt less. Yeah. The girl doesn't get hurt as much. The guy doesn't get hurt or emo as much. You know, yeah. it's just because it's a process and in yeah. a process you're analyzing different things. And so it, it, it's like one of the things with our boundaries is that's one of the things that you're analyzing in the process. A hundred percent. You know, 100%. because if, if you're breaking boundaries before you get married, imagine what kind of boundaries you're going to break when you get married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, it, it shows you the character from even before. 
before. Right. Like, mm-hmm. even in I yourself. love how you say character. It's character. like the most beautiful oh. thing. In the world. <laughs> I, you know, I keep forgetting that I have an accent. I actually think I, I sound it. exactly like you guys. Is that bad? You don't, but it's I love it. And it's like the cutest thing in the world. And I think, I think also like no, understanding <laughs> that, you know, in dating, when you're breaking these boundaries and when you're doing these things, you're not only... You're not only hurting yourself, you're not only sinning against the Lord, but you're sinning against your future spouse. Yes. And you're creating scars mm-hmm. that honestly might not be evident until years into your marriage. Yes, and then you don't even realize what happened, but it was this summer romance. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you just don't even realize summer what's romance. happening when it's happening. Because I think, like you said, we're just distracted and we yeah. don't care. We're not well, noticing what we're doing. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. Isn't right. that what mom says? And our parents did know it. Yeah, yeah they know what's know up. It. So to kind of wind it down, because again, I know this is something that maybe we should do a part two. I'm just just throwing that out there. Let's but, see, let's <laughs> see. I'm but but here's the thing, and and guys, you know, if you're listening, if you're watching, like uh, one of the things that Ash said is is accountability. Like I don't want to. This is why at Tuesday nights we we love like our small group time. But you have to ha- really have your people where you're like. Peel back the layers. There's no facade. This is who I am. Like, this is my relationship, and this is exactly what it is. Like, so if you're struggling, find that young man. Find find that mentor. Find, like, one of the things that young adults that we want is we don't want the blind leading the blind. Like, I'm just going to be real. We want, find a mentor that's lived life a little bit longer than you, and that can be real with you, and you can be real with them, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I've said, she stole my line, but one of the things that I just hate young adults is like, (laughs) We listen to the same podcast. Dudes, yeah, dudes, (laughs) dudes, dudes tell me like, Gabe, dude, how far is too far? I'm like, how far is too far with your sister, bro? Exactly. That's exactly. what he's like, ew, what you mean? But I'm like, it's the truth. In scripture, we see marriage or we see brother and sister mm-hmm. in Jesus. That's it. The only yeah. two relationships we see in scripture. And so it's like, ask yourself, how far is too far with your sister? Ill grows. Exactly. Yeah. Emotionally, you don't talk like that to, to, with your sister. Yeah. You don't yeah. get as involved like that with your sister or your brother. Yeah. Yeah. But in a marriage, it's totally different. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, it's free game. Hello. Right. And so yeah. with that is like have that mentality that these are these are young men or these are young women that you're either pulling things out of them that don't belong to you. Mm-hmm. Or you're putting things into them that don't belong to them. Like I'm just however you. Yeah, whatever. Right? And so the, the, the big thing is, is man, boundaries are huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to make sure that we're honoring those before the Lord. So kind of to wind down. Yeah. There are people that have dated and listening. There are people that maybe have never dated or there are people that, let's be real, we've, we've messed up. Anybody messed up here? Yes, say I. I, for I. those listening, I, yes. And mm-hmm. so what would you say to the person that has like messed up or they're currently in a relationship that they shouldn't be? Like they just feel a specific, like, like what would you say to that person? How would you encourage them? Like what is something that you would say maybe to yourself when you were in that position? So I guess I'm answering. Ladies first. Um, I would say, you know, tonight, get back on track. Come on. You know, seek the Lord for forgiveness. Go get out of isolation. Because if you're doing things like that, people don't know what's going on in your relationship. And if they do, you need new people. Yep. So even believers, if you are around believers who are like, in this circle with you and they know what you're doing and they're not calling you out, you need new people. You need new yeah. friends, bro. So Those the, friends, bro. Get people in village. your life. Is real. And honestly, come together if you decide to stay in this relationship, come together and make a plan mm-hmm. that you're going to set these boundaries, let other people know your boundaries, mm-hmm. get with an older couple, have accountability. Yeah. But I think the other thing to note is that like, there's still, there's still something left for you in marriage because 
if you have gone that far, if you have gone into intimacy, like you don't know what intimacy is in the context of marriage and the way that God created it. And Mm -hmm. so like, don't be discouraged either because you still will hopefully be able to experience that, but you've got to get back on track. And if you're feeling that conviction, you got to get back on track. Yeah, it, it's like... Call it out. 100%. Don't keep living in isolation. If, you, if you're there, like, just know that God is a God that redeems and he's yeah. redeeming you. He has redeemed you. Mm-hmm. But, like, why don't you start living your life rather than constantly having to be redeemed? Like, why don't you start cashing in God's honor? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. live a life that honors him and that, like, that's what you will receive is that honor, is that blessing, rather than, like, siempre metiendo la pata, right? It's what we say in Spanish. It's like, just stop. Yeah. So, uh, Chad, uh, you just entiendo poquito, but no hablas Spanish. <laughs> we'll end with you, man. Um, you know, truthfully, one of the things I'd say to myself if I were going to speak to me, firstly, and I love that you we, we've alluded to it, if you're not in a relationship with the Lord, mm. mm-hmm. which is the, if you are not following his precepts and his spirit is not in you. Yeah. So even that tugging to say, man, I want to get back on track. That's where it begins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, invest in yourself. Are you mentally, emotionally, financially in the right place? You know, are you serving? Are you in good biblical community? Yeah. If you're only hanging out with, and I focus more on the guys, the gym bros, and yeah. the, the ladies, all you do is just get uh, mimosa drunk, wasted on Let's Sundays. Go. Yeah. You know, is that truthfully the community that will lead you and push you towards right. Christ-likeness mm-hmm. as well? That's right. Yeah. And so I think that's a good first place to start. Listen, I firmly stand on the fact that, listen, there's therefore no condemnation for Christ Jesus. Amen. So you may have just finished having sex before you watch this podcast, just finished smoking a blunt before you watch this. The Lord loves you. And Amen. if you are in his hand, nothing can pluck you out of it. That's right. The question is, will you stand in that and seek to strive towards what he has for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in a season where I'm just really learning more and more about how the Lord loves me. Yeah. And how the fact that he sent his son mm-hmm. to die for me. Yeah. And marriage is made to represent mm-hmm. the love that he has for me. So to know that in, with all my grime, my brokenness, that the Lord has someone, some beautiful one. Come on now. Who's hey. going to my life. And will, and, <laughs> Chad's handle right here. And <laughs> will be able to see me naked. Because I know that we've turned it backwards. I've been going through this uh, marriage series where he was talking about being married, being naked mentally, emotionally, financially. And the gift is how you guys are intimate when you're with naked. With all that. Physically. Yeah. Like that's the last part. But when I can be naked in front of you and they will love you through the mystery of that relationship with the Lord, oh man, come on. It's it's naked and unashamed. Yeah. yeah. And that's in the context of a marriage. That's what you can experience in the context right. of a marriage. Because if you're not married, I guarantee you, you are dealing with a certain amount of shame right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. to your point, there is no condemnation, but don't use that as an out. Do not keep on sinning and saying, oh, yeah. well, there's yeah. no condemnation for me that I sin mm-hmm. now. You know, yeah. you have to, you have to get sure. right. You have to seek first the kingdom. Yes, ma'am. And if you're in a relationship where you feel ashamed and you feel we shouldn't be doing this and you keep being put in that position it's it's, it's time, time to get out come on now get out. Your, and if you are not if you are not a believer yeah. and you are coming here and you're a dating believer or what stop stop yeah. messing with people's emotions yeah. you know one of the things i tell our young folks or really anybody that when we're doing premarital counseling or anything like that is like listen we all want god results everyone wants god results in their life right because god results are dope yeah. But if you want God results, you got to do things God's way. Yeah, yes, that's sir. it. There's no, you can't go around it to get like the blessing that God has on this side. You have to do it God's way. And you so, can't go against the word of God and still win. Amen. You're not winning this fight. So guys, again, we could talk about this like probably all day, and, yeah. and we this could be the longest podcast you've ever heard. In life, <laughs> but uh, whether we have a part two or not, we're so thankful that yes, you sir. tuned in with us. Ash, thank you for joining yes. us. Chad, thank you for joining us. Uh, man, and we're so 
thankful that you're a part of this podcast. We do this a lot, and so we want to encourage you to stay tuned in. Um, if you're not part of a community, join Christ Fellowship. Join Young Adults Tuesday nights at our campuses here. We love you guys, and we'll see you in the next podcast. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to our Young Adult Podcast, Adultish. If you liked what you heard, please consider following us on social media, on Instagram. Our handle is at youngadults.cf. And also follow our church at CF Miami. We're going to be posting this incredible content once a month, so we'll see you next time.